Establishing strong vanity metrics on Spotify is really not that difficult if you don't care how you do it. Fake followers, massive bot-driven playlists, and even legitimate listeners from countries that don't serve your long-term growth as an artist can make your artist profile on Spotify look quite impressive to the untrained eye. But if you're anything like me and you are interested in finding real fans who really enjoy your music and hopefully will on a long-term basis, there are a few different ways that you're gonna wanna go about paying attention to how you are growing on the platform. So when I'm working to grow my artist profile on Spotify or the artist profiles of any of the artists I work with with my agency, I'm always paying attention to the data to make sure that it's good. And to that end, here are three red flags that I always look for when trying to grow a profile on Spotify. Now, before we dig in, if you want to learn more about how to market your music and grow as an artist, then I hope you'll join The Monday Marketer. The Monday Marketer is a weekly email that I send out every Monday morning with one actionable music marketing tip to help you grow as an artist. So if you want to sign up for The Monday Marketer, you can do that at tomdupreethe3rd.com, and I will leave a link to do that in the description of this video. So the first red flag I look for when I'm trying to grow on Spotify is who is listening and where are they from, and most specifically, which countries are listening. So specifically when using Facebook ads to grow on Spotify, I am always looking at the country breakdown for my results here on the platform. So here I have everything broken out and arranged by impressions. So you can see on the left side, all the countries where I have gotten click-throughs and conversions over the past 30 days. I have the time period set to the last 30 days so that it more or less lines up with the trailing 28-day window on Spotify. So what I'll do is I'll come in here and I'll look at the countries that are clicking through the most on my ads. And then I'll come to the audience tab here on Spotify for artists. And I'll compare that data to make sure there's at least a loose correlation. So if I look back on Facebook, you can see that the US, Canada, UK, and Australia are my top four countries. If we come over here to Spotify, you can see that the US is my top country. That's good. Coming down the list, I've got the UK and Canada. And then if I come down a little bit further, I've got Australia as well. So when I'm looking at this data, the red flag that I'm looking for is whether or not there is not a correlation. If I see a lot of results on Facebook, but I'm not seeing that country have any results on Spotify, that's a red flag to me. So what I'll do is I'll come to my ad set, I'll remove that country from my targeting, I'll restart it back up and then I'll pay strict attention again to make sure that these countries on Facebook and these countries on Spotify are correlating. Now, the next thing I pay attention to beyond countries is which cities are listening to me. And specifically what I'm looking for are cities that are outliers that I know generally tend to serve up more bot plays uh, than the average city will. So in the United States specifically, the two main cities I'm looking for are Ashburn, Virginia, and Buffalo, New York. Why, might you ask? Because these two cities have a large portion of Amazon data centers in them. If you know anything about an Amazon data center, you know that you can pretty easily set up a huge bot farm to follow, stream, and do all kinds of other weird stuff on Spotify and other social platforms as well. In fact, there are a lot of companies out there that charge a lot of money to uh, have artists submit and be added to their playlists, which are largely driven by these bots from uh, Buffalo and Ashburn. I'm not gonna name any names, but I'm sure that if you're watching this video, you can think of at least one. And if I'm ever concerned about the legitimacy of a city that I am not as familiar with, and I see it stick out here in Spotify, I'll go to this little website. This is datacenters.com. Datacenters.com will tell you the location of every AWS center in the United States, but it will also tell you the location of data centers that are not Amazon affiliated globally. Here you can see all these AWS data centers 
in Ashburn, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia. If you see Ashburn, Virginia at the top of your artist profile and you've been added to a bunch of playlists, uh, odds are those are not real streams. Now we're gonna touch more on bad cities in just a minute, but first let's move to the third red flag I always look for, which is bad playlists specifically. If you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know that I am not a big fan of playlist pitching, mostly because it's very difficult to tell which playlists are good and which playlists are bad. Also, the odds of getting a big win on playlists are pretty low. And thirdly, you have little control over the future of your song's success if it gets added to a playlist. Playlister can pull you at any time and you're not really guaranteed to earn any real fans from that to begin with. I don't pitch to playlists necessarily, but I'm still paying attention to playlists I might get added to as a result of my song increasing in popularity. Now, generally speaking, when a song gets to a popularity score that's in the 30s or 40s, it will start getting added to more and more playlists on Spotify that are user generated, even if you haven't pitched to them. Whenever I get added to a playlist like this, especially one that's got a lot of listeners inside of it, I wanna go check it out. And to do that, I use this website, isitagoodplaylist.com. This is a handy, free little tool where you can drop in the playlist link for any playlist on Spotify, and it will analyze the data for you and break down a lot of different stuff so you can see a, if it's legit, and B, if you are a good fit for it, if it is legitimate. When I'm examining playlists on here, the first thing I look for is a playlist follower count. Now, the primary indicator I look for when it comes to a playlist follower count is, is it a gradual increase over time? And are there any gigantic sawtooth sort of up and down things happening? If there's a huge sawtooth swing happening, then that is a red flag for me that it might not be legit. Again, I'm not gonna name names because that's not my style, but this is a playlist that to me seems very not legitimate. If you look at the number of followers in this playlist, you can see that it has sat pretty much exactly 80K and then it dropped down to 73, so they lost 7,000 followers. But then the big one is this. Within the span of a week, they went from 73,000 to 51,000, back to 73,000 followers like that. No big deal. That screams red flag to me. This is a playlist I probably want to avoid. And if I've been added to it without pitching to it, I'm gonna figure out how to get in touch with this playlist and ask them to remove my song. For comparison, a playlist that has good, solid growth over time will look something like this. This playlist has gone up over time pretty much uh, like clockwork. You can see a little dip here, but I happen to know that that dip likely correlates with when Spotify pulled Russia from the platform. So I'm not really too worried about that. But outside of that, it's been pretty much slow and steady over time. That tells me that this is probably a legitimate playlist. Now, once I've looked at the follower growth of a playlist, the next thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come back to cities. Just like I looked at cities on Spotify for artists as it compares to uh, where I'm getting plays and which cities I know have data centers in them. I also wanna look for those same cities here uh, in the breakdown on isitagoodplaylist.com to see what other artists uh, who are featured in the playlist, where they're getting listened to. I'm gonna zoom in on this screen here so you so don't see these artists' names, because again, I'm not gonna call anybody out, but if you look at where pretty much all of these artists have been discovered on this playlist specifically, you can see that in this window, all but one, uh, their top city where they have been discovered and they're getting listened to is Ashburn, which is where all of the AWS data centers that we just looked at on datacenters.com happen to be. This is a huge red flag that this playlist not only is not legitimate in their follower growth, but they are also illegitimate in where they're getting streams. This playlist in particular, and unfortunately likely the company who owns it, 
is paying for streams. And then they are selling that as packages to artists, uh, sometimes upwards of a thousand, two thousand dollars that people want to get added to to promote their music. But the reality is they're promoting it to nobody because these are just bots. So they're not earning any fans at all, which is why this is a huge red flag that I always look for. It's easy to fake the numbers on Spotify, but you're not serving yourself in the long run when that happens. So for me and for all the artists that I work with, I am definitely far more focused on legitimate growth, even if it's slower. I would rather find real people, real fans, who really want to engage with the work that I'm putting out into the world. So if you're like me and you're after legitimate listeners giving you legitimate streams who want to become legitimate fans, these are the three primary red flags that I always look for whenever I am promoting an artist on Spotify. Check your country breakdown when you're running ads. Check your city breakdown to make sure you're not accidentally in any data center cities. And always do your due diligence on playlists that you get added to, even if you haven't pitched to them. And if you do get added to one that is suspect, try to find that contact information and request that you be removed from that playlist so it won't pollute your data. Because once your data gets polluted, Spotify has a much more difficult time algorithmically figuring out what to do with you as an artist. You'll get added into the mix of genres where you don't really fit. Uh, you won't get as much algorithmic traffic from their algorithmic playlist. And then Spotify really won't even know which editorials to put you on because you don't necessarily fit anywhere. Bad data is never a good thing for your profile on Spotify. So those are my three red flags. What are some red flags you look for? If you have any more beyond these three, let me know in the comments. And if commenting on a YouTube video isn't your speed, then hop into our Discord and connect with me there. You can talk to me and other artists from around the globe who are trying to better their careers as musicians as well. Now, before I let you go, if you don't subscribe to this channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And at the end here, got a couple more videos you can check out. And as always, thanks for watching and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.